This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. And it's good morning to you and to you and especially to you. And you can feel autumn has arrived. It's nippy. All of us are cuddling. It it's cuddle season. Very nipply. This shirt that I'm wearing in particular nipply. tells everyone there's a chill in the air. There's a nip. Mm, there's a nip in the air. There's two. Nathan Rowe, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Alan? It's Ford? so good to be on the show. It, uh, this is The Unview, where we're the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. And always remember, we're never ever that thin. We're never ever that rich, but we're always that fabulous. fabulous. Um, it's really good to be with you. Yes, thank you. And you as well. It's a, You've had a very interesting week. Yesterday you were throwing paint at people and oh. drinking coffee and what, what happened? I, so I went on a, a sensorial um, expedition. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to a, a coffee tasting for smell mm-hmm. and we got to smell coffees from all over Africa. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. After a while, it just smells like coffee. Mm-hmm. But but it starts <laughs> off smelling really interesting. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, you know, if you sniff enough coffee, yeah. You know. um, okay, let's go. And then, then then I went to the Victoria Yards. Have you ever been to the Victoria? No, Yards? it helped me. Oh, absolutely amazing! It's a beautiful little market. It's kind of like rundown old buildings that have been converted into like hipster mm. hangouts. You know, yes, so it's open on a Wednesday. Lovely and, and busy. Well, that, that's, that's when the market is, I think. But I think it's open all the time. Okay, oh. at night time or. Well, no, I think during the day. Who goes in the day? Oh, don't people work in Johannesburg? I don't think so. No, I can make perhaps I, not. I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, so that was wonderful. Got to meet Tsepo, the gene maker. He's going to make me some jeans. I'm very excited about that. Okay. Um, we got to throw um, water balloons. Well, not water balloons. Paint balloons. Paint balloons. At a massive canvas, which is just so therapeutic. You know, when you've had a rough week, you're angry. You know, you've sat in Johannesburg traffic. You just want to throw something and watch it explode against a wall. Okay. You know, it I was wonderful. <laughs> it was very therapeutic. And then we, and then we went to a little, a little bar called Syntax, mm-hmm. um, which is in Rosebank. It's a little hidden thing where people can take their side chicks and they won't be seen from the street by their, oh. by the significant others. And okay. it's, oh, it's a little dark, um, pub. It's fantastic. It's so okay. beautiful. Wow. So yeah, so Stimroll took us on that adventure. It was <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. And, and and we'll talk, because I'd like you to sing the song for us a little bit later, but uh, your new album, your new song's out. Yes, it is out and it's good. How's it doing? It's doing wonderful. I did a fantastic interview on uh, Morning Live at Hoppers 5 on Sunday morning and you know, so many people watch that at that time. <laughs> on a Sunday morning. Um, Especially so, with rock music. But it was fantastic because they, they shared the YouTube clip and everyone watched that and we got some really good feedback from it so yeah that is great we're going to pick that up in a moment yes this is cliffcentral.com do you need music yes today on all about theater with monte casino classical ballet likes to take itself very seriously which may explain why a lot of comedians and ballet don't go together yet those who love tutus and tiaras We'll have a good laugh this coming week at Monte Cassino. And on today's show, I welcome the international stars from Men in Tutus, who are with us in studio. We've got uh, Victor Trevino, we've got Joseph Phillips, and we've got Sean Pecoraro. Uh, all in studio performing, and yeah, it's just going to be really fun. And then uh, also joining us in a moment, we'll have Candice von Lichtenberg, who uh, is an award-winning actress from the musical Into the Woods. 
And I must tell you, I'll never forget the one role that she played. Also, uh, on, on the theatre stages in Priscilla Queen in the Desert, she had the biggest boobs that just bounced in everyone's face. It was, it was really, really cool. So, yes, it's all about theatre with Monte Cassino. They've got it. And uh, let's begin with Victor. Welcome to the show, Victor. Victor Trevino, the founder and the artistic director of Men in Tutus. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It started in 1996. Yes, it did. It 23 years 23 years It seems like just yesterday Victor, firstly Everyone is slightly confused Let's let's just do this You and I Okay Firstly, it's men in tutus Right So, are we watching Classical ballet? Well, some people say it, it really is Or are we seeing Comedy meets ballet? Or are we seeing What are we watching? What is men in tutus? It is um, Yeah, it's classical ballet With a twist So, um, it you're gonna see ballet, but but obviously it's not. We, it's tongue in cheek. It's fun, but all the dancers are trained. So you know, if you know dance, you're gonna really appreciate it from a dance perspective. And if you don't know anything, you're just gonna have a great laugh. So don't worry. <laughs> I love that because that's because that's what everyone's trying to understand is what. What is, is it? What is this? Um, and men in tutus. It doesn't cost very much to come find out. Yeah. So please come no, join us. Absolutely. And I'm, and, and we, I mean, we cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> my plus one and I, my other half, because we just, he loves the bell and I love comedy and this looks like the perfect combination. It is a perfect combination. Yeah. It's a good way. If you've never seen dance before, this is the show to start with. How big is the cost? The cast is 16. 16 people. Okay, and then you've got principal roles, which majority of them are playing in tutus, obviously. Yes, obviously. And if, if we're in female roles, uh, we do, we put on our little tutus and we put on our point shoes and we dance on the tips of our toes. Uh, and you do proper tips. Yes, exactly like a ballerina. What is the word? Let's help, help us. On point. On point. On point. You see, you want to be on point yes, today. So, <laughs> so they have to be on point. And that takes a little while to learn. Um, it's, it seems simple, but actually it's quite, a. a uh, skill that takes time to master, and yeah. and Victor, you you've been doing this for twenty three years. Are you? Are you do, do you dance? Well, Still. I call it dance. I don't know if the audience will, but so you know, hopefully they will. <laughs> They'll agree that what I'm doing is dancing. Yes. But and still, after twenty, you can go and point. I I am the oldest male ballerina in the world. Yes, at this point. Really? I, yes, I, I am. That is brilliant. <laughs> now, in the studio, we have Sean and Joseph. Both performers in the show. Sean is from Australia and Joseph Phillips is from the USA. Um, Sean, you're a, you're a big guy. I am. I am indeed. How tall are you? I am six foot four and a half or 193 centimeters. Okay. All right. Wow. And, and, and you're in a tutu. I'm in a tutu and point shoes. So I haven't measured, but that puts me another size 12 on top of that. Okay. So <laughs> you're seven foot. You're yeah. a big boy. Okay. Okay. There's an Asian woman that had something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Audience is especially amazed with the dancers dancing on point Since men have bigger body build and heavier weight than women I just love that You have a bigger <laughs> body build <laughs> And that was from a Malaysian interview that was done with you guys So we just thought we'd play that <laughs> Okay <laughs> Do you want to play it again? Uh, oh, I don't know if I Okay, we can't find now. the point Okay, Alright, we can't find the point That's, uh, um, so, so, Sean, okay, so you're, you're a big boy And is it how long have you been dancing for performing? 
Uh, so dancing itself, I've been since I was three, so a very long time. Um, but dancing in the company I started last year, um, and I've been training on point for just under ten years. Okay, so you're you're a, so you, you you perform in ballet. That's your your. I'm a contemporary dancer by okay. um, by certificate, okay. but classical is where my heart is. Okay, divine. Yeah. I think people also need to know that it's not usual for men to train on point. No, this it's is important. No, that's new, the point. This no. is a new thing. Well, you know, the point shoe is meant to be make somebody look like they're floating, and that's usually not a quality you want a man to have, a floating <laughs> across the floor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's really usually reserved for the ballerinas and the ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we thought we'd take a crack at it. And also the weight on the point, does that not... <laughs> Um, serious damage to your feet? Um, well, for Sean, uh, Sean, you're Sean. a little heavier than I am. <laughs> yeah, no, my feet look like mashed potato. Like they're pretty feral, but <laughs> you've kicked, yeah, kicked they the look door. good in shoes. <laughs> so, so, so basically, Sean has hooves. Yes, um, but I mean, again, it's uh, it's uh, this production. It's rave reviews across the world. Yes. I mean, and uh, it's been going as, as you said for twenty. 23 odd years um, Joseph Phillips Now Joseph You 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 play the Male Role Right uh, so, so help us here Just uh-huh. for people that need to learn If we're not ballet specialists um, A female is a ballerina And a male Is a dancer Is a Is a, is a dancer okay. You had a U in there I don't know why But that's okay. what it is It's a dancer A dancer Okay So you're a dancer So basically the male form of the The ballerina Uh what is it like picking up these men? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, I've, I've been quite fortunate. The two that I have to partner with are lighter than some of the girls I pick up. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, it's, I, when I first got into it, I thought it would be different, but actually it's not really different at all. Okay. I, I, when I'm partnering them, I do exactly the same thing I do. Except we add some jokes into it, but I do exactly the same thing I do what I would do in a traditional ballet company. But you should have seen his face the first time he came up to me. He was like, you know, I, I've never done this before. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's we're just dancing. We're not doing anything else. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Oh, you came with very high dancing references. <laughs> and on that note, Victor, tell us all about... Joseph's references because you you have quite a quite a resume. Yes, Joseph is um, an incredible dancer. Um, he's won a lot of awards, and he was with American Ballet Theater, which is the premier dance company in the United States. And he was the main principal at the Marinsky Theater in in Vladivostok. Whatever he said, that place. In Russia. Yeah, in Russia Russia. somewhere. And uh, so now he's an international guest artist, and we were lucky enough to have him. And besides all his incredible dancing, he's just a nice piece of eye candy. Uh (laughs) Aha, lovely. Now, Joseph, when you're picking up these men, what does your wife say back in the Philippines? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's... She's she's fine. Yeah, she, <laughs> I, I think, think she prefers. It. I, I, think I wanted she, to open it up. I, actually, I think she prefers I go on on a tour with all men instead of a tour with uh, all the women. She doesn't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got that one. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, so I, I thought we just for a bit of fun, uh, could we see you do something? 
Like sure, I don't know. Sure. So, so stand up. Let's get some music, and we'll uh, narrate. We'll, we'll narrate it. Um, hold on, can, can I ask uh, someone to film Jacques, if you don't mind filming? We've got <laughs> DJ. So, wait, uh, oh, okay. They can't hear the music. No, they can't hear the music. Okay, we wait. need to. Uh, we have to turn everything off. Yeah, I don't mind how. <laughs> <laughs> a fish? Can you do a fish with me? Do a fish. Yeah, Let's I see. Can do, a do a fish. Okay, let's Ready? see. Yes, three, two, one, fish. Oh, he's doing a fish. He's holding him like this a basket of fruit sure by the thigh and the chest. Yes. Oh, it looks like. We usually would do that with somebody younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there was just so. So basically, what we've seen in the studio, which was a fish. Um, I would highly recommend that you go <laughs> off to Monte Casino and see more fishy stuff <laughs> happening on that stage. All right. Um, you were, can I just say you were absolutely terrible at um, narrating that. No, because uh, because I was I was in awe. My face <laughs> went to the side. <laughs> your, awe went, your face went to the side. All right. Um, so, guys, it's really good to have you in the studio, and uh, it's uh, fantastic stuff. And uh, I can't wait. We're going to do... Uh, Chat a bit more about men in tutus in a moment, um, and uh, and uh, we're going to chat uh, now in a moment to Candice from Lichtenberg, who is uh, one of South Africa's top actresses and uh, has been um, in a number of magical shows and musicals across the board, and uh, and yeah, we're going to chat to to Candice in a second. But now, now you went to the opening of Dark Carnival. What what's that? Now that's in Monte Cassino. So this is totally my bag. I, I know to, it's your I, bag. I went, that's why I sent you. I went to Monte Cassino. They've opened Dark Carnival, which is a geek store, basically. Okay. So it's got everything. If you're a comic book geek or a anime geek or a um, just a cartoon lover, they've got Deadpool chopping boards. They've got. Um, you, you don't know what a Deadpool I is. Don't do know you what think? you're talking about. Wow, <laughs> you haven't heard of Ryan Reynolds? Oh yes, he's yeah. very good. So he man. played a very. Famous superhero called Deadpool. Okay. So now there's it. Deadpool merchandise for days. So Victor, do you watch Deadpool? I do actually. Oh, I'm good big God, fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Candace, do you, up, Candace, up, do you watch Deadpool? <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. Everyone okay. knows Deadpool. Deadpool is for me. Okay. So yeah, so they've got <laughs> all this Deadpool merch, which is fantastic. They've got a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I know you don't know what that is either. No <laughs> Have you never needed to collect seven Dragon Balls and make a wish? Come, Alan. <laughs> you could have been thin all these know years. What I'm do you know what they're talking? Are you, oh, Joseph? You, do you know? I, I, I have no idea. I'm so with you, Joseph. Yeah, Let's, <laughs> yeah because because just like Joseph, you've been you know spending hours and hours in the studio practicing <laughs> um, stuff. So you've missed uh, all that. All right. Yeah. So, so, but it's but it's a, for for all the because you know they had that the that also the big event that happens Comic Con the Comic Con yes um, so, so so this so is the store that that basically now supplies the stuff. For, yeah, that, so, that so, like so, so Dark Carnival is an international brand mm-hmm. and it's actually fantastic because geeks like me, you can't get the thing you want always. So you have to go shopping online, but now you can order it through Dark Carnival, have it delivered to the store and go pick it up. It's fantastic. Cuts out customs, cuts out all that rubbish. Okay. So this sounds really cool. Anything where you don't have to deal with the South African government is just fantastic in my, my book. As we come up to the elections, <laughs> thank you. I can we know where you'll be voting <laughs> to some extent. Yeah, um, so it's so it's fantastic. So um, yeah, Dark Carnival. Check it out at Monte Cassino. It's got a massive dragon on the wall outside that they built from mm-hmm. a skeleton up okay. to to a, like a life size dragon. It? 
So it's just opposite. It's, do you know where Billy G's is? Yes. Yeah, the big buffet place. It's mm. just there next door. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, Dark Carnival opened this week. Yeah, yesterday. And, yeah, and this is uh, it's really cool. It is fantastic. We've got to go there. I've got to go and see this. You need to educate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and is the, is the comic books like the old classic Archie? So they don't sell comic books. They sell Sorry. comic book merchandise. Okay. So they sell everything comic book related, everything anime related, uh, <laughs> gaming, gaming stuff, a lot of gaming stuff. I saw a lot of Fortnite stuff there. Mm. Fortnite is not two weeks. It's actually a game that all children are addicted to. Parents okay. are very worried about it. I love that. That is very, very cool. Okay, Dark Carnival, don't miss the store. Now, uh, Candice. Hello. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. A- award-winning actress. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> you've played very interesting roles, Candice. You've, you've, I mean, I love the role that you played, uh, which was a bit of a, the course, a swing role to some extent in, um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, sort of a featured, a featured cameo, cameo part, yeah. which you were nominated for Florida Cup. Um, yes. Which is unusual for that particular role, um, because of course there was, uh, no, no, because you, because <laughs> you, you played different roles within that yes, show. Yeah, I was within the ensemble and then stepped into Shirley as well. So. You have your own production company called Canned yes. Rice. You're based in the Western Cape. Um, and you're just overall fabulous. And you play Jack's mother in Into the Woods. Yep. Abusive alcoholic Jack's mother. <laughs> She's abusive, she's alcoholic, she creates a lot of things with this giant big mm-hmm. problems, and she wants to be rich. Yes. Well, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> and thin and fabulous. We <laughs> <laughs> can't win them all in this world. But, um, so, so Into the Woods, a great piece. Sondheim's, uh, this is your third Sondheim? Yes. I, I did Assassins and um, Sweeney Todd before this. Is it amazing? Because I think you're the only person in the company that's done three. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think I'm I one up. of the few people in the country, really, who's been lucky enough to... Every time there's a Sondheim, I get a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you love about his work? Everything. It's like doing the Shakespeare of musical theatre. Like Andrew Lloyd Webber and all that nonsense. Sondheim really gets to the core of relationships and... You know, musical theatre can be so much fluff sometimes, which is lovely to do. You know, I've done the the Priscillas and the Annies and things like that too. Mm -hmm. But to get to do that work, that like seminal, brilliant stuff that really gets to the core of who human beings are is always amazing and very difficult. You don't get to breathe in a sometime. Are you saying Mr. Mistopheles is not who human beings are? Oh. <laughs> it's not even who cats are. Right, right. Good point, actually. Now, the interesting thing, Candice, about this uh, this particular piece is that when I went to see it, it's you don't stop for a second. How is it? It's, it's three hours nonstop. Two hours and forty. Yeah, no, okay. but, but that was a little a, bit where I'm watching Netflix after I die. But yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah you, 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 she dies. Um, everyone dies. Everybody. Okay. Dies. Everybody dies. Every, it's like Hamlet. Yeah, yeah everyone dies. Um, but but it's uh, it's it's hard. Yeah, I mean, you look it, at Earl Gregory. And it, you're on your feet. You're going the. Well, Earl has the hardest job of all. I think. Yeah. I mean, he plays the baker, and he. Mm. I, I, don't think he leaves stage unless somebody suddenly has a solo yeah. and then he's just trying to cool down basically yeah. but um yeah it, it really is non-stop and it takes its toll on your body let me tell you after a certain age it is not a good idea to be falling down as much as we do in this show so everyone's backstage rolling things out and kai tai next door is making a fortune off us because we're in there having massages constantly. oh that's cool okay that's good news okay that's uh, another spot in monty that you can go visit there's a thai restaurant with a time 
massage. That's lovely. All happening there. Um, but again, you don't stop on, on the show. No. What is your favorite piece? Within the show. Within the show. What is your favorite scene? Besides the bit where I'm backstage just relaxing and watching Netflix. Um, yes. Um, I have a lovely little bit with the baker's wife where um, it's just so lovely to, you know, because the show is just nonstop with things happening. And I get a bit where I just get to run on and just make the audience piss themselves laughing. Um, you know, you can't describe it, but I, I just have comic line after comic line after comic line, and the audience is in hysterics. Um, one night, I think I nearly got a standing ovation in the middle of the show, the way they were carrying on. I was like, all right, we'll all just hold while you have a good laugh. Thanks. <laughs> and it's just so gratifying to to know that you're that character who gets to bring so much joy to the audience when they're busy watching something that does turn very, very dark. Now... I- it, it does turn dark, and I think that's the secret behind the, this musical, because you, you go there to expect the happily ever after, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, uh, intermission happens, and then, oh lord, the shh hits the fan. You know how many people don't know that there's going to be more? They're I like, know, what do you I, mean I thought there's it was an finished. interval. I thought it was finished Everything's after Everything's been hour. wrapped up, and no, then they're like, but what could possibly happen? What could really happen? It's called death becomes her and him. <laughs> Um, but again, a beautiful, interesting piece. It's, um, it's, I'm going to say this, it's, it's quite, it's not what people expect. But, but you do have a movie as a reference. I hadn't seen the movie nor the theatre production. But I just thought it's absolutely, I mean, it's fabulous. It's got such interesting, the music is great and the characters are great. I thought that Kate Normington blew it away. Oh, she's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, just to get to work with Kate Normington is, is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those shows where I think every time you revisit it, every time you listen to it again, watch it again, mm. you get more from it. I mean, I still sta- I stood on stage last night and because of things that had happened in my life, I suddenly looked at the song and went, oh, I've got a whole new take on this tonight. Okay. Well, there's some fabulous things that are happening at Monte Cassino. And of course, uh, I don't want people to miss them uh, because it's seriously men in tutus, four shows. Yes. They're going to rock and roll. They are going to rock and roll, and uh, oh well, they're going to not. They're going to pirouette or have not yes. rock and roll. Um, and, and I'm serious. If you if you want to take a, a good, have a good laugh and enjoy great great ballet, don't miss Men in Tutus happening at uh, the one and only Monte Casino. It's happening at the Teatro. So get your tickets. It's happening this week. Also, do not do not miss Into the Woods. It ends this Sunday, mm-hmm. and um, and it's really really superb. And uh, again, Dark Carnival. Is uh, is a new store that's opened. If you're interested in all that comic book and paraphernalia, what, what is paraf- no, paraphernalia is a good, good word. Good yeah. word. Uh, just yeah, get down there. And of course, lots of things to do, and especially around Easter next week, they're going to have these bunny hunts, and there's lots of great things happening. So, all I'm going to tell you is, do not, do not miss all the stuff happening uh, at Monte Cassino. It's all about theatre with Monte Cassino. They've got it. <laughs>
That's great, great fun stuff. This is the Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous. Myself, Alan Ford, and the one and only Nathan Rowe. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our feature brought to you by Monte Casino. And on with the show. So, Candice, mm-hmm. you are a, a top singer and a top actress and a top comedian. Have you ever done stand-up, by the way? Oh, my husband is on at me all the time about doing it. It's not going to happen. It's terrifying. Because you're really good at it. <laughs> but ah! and, and, you, and you find the roles that I've seen you throughout the years that are very comical. Mm. No, I uh, love doing I, comedy on stage with a script. <laughs> no, to do stand up is a whole other thing. I just, cause I just, I'd love to, and then I want to come back to Priscilla for a second. Mm. Uh, those boobs. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> okay, this. No, no. But the, so basically there's the scene, uh, where you're in the bar. Yes. And the boobs just bounce the whole time. And the whole, it is the, the most hysterical. <laughs> It's that was really hard work. I have back muscles. You wouldn't believe because of that now. And now you know because how to twerk. The, 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 yeah. The, 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 these, these boobs just bounce, which I always think would be lots of fun, actually, <laughs> if you had to walk onto stage and do a comedy routine. With my giant boobs. With those giant <laughs> boobs. I'm not, it, I mean, they're very perky. Now, <laughs> oh, as I oh, oh, dear. Now we've gotten oh. on to the <laughs> All right. Um, so, Candice, you know, uh, I, I want to tell you, have you heard of Skin Sense? Uh, no, but but tell me what so about, skin about skin sense. sense. Now, skin <laughs> sense is um, basically: Do you want uh, mind and body rejuvenation? Yes. Now, escape to the award-winning day spa in the heart of Ravonia, Johannesburg. Skin Sense Day Spa hosts a comprehensive range of expert beauty treatments for women and for men. Now, the whole thing here is about your your time, me time. Mm-hmm. You know. You could also go with your husband and have a little kiss and whatever you want to do there. Um, also, have your, you can have your nails done. You can have your hair done. You can do all, all the things. And I must tell you, it looks like you, you're in Bali. It, it yeah, looks it really like does. You, look it really does. Bali. It's unbelievable. It's like you're in Bali right down the road here. In, and after in, a long evening of falling down, yes. Yes, this you is can be massaged and rubbed. Yes. Um, and so, uh, and of course, this coming month we were in Easter and they've got a lot of Easter, great Easter specials. And just mention cliffcentral.com and of course, uh, they've got just these wonderful things that can happen, like, which includes facials and massage combo deals and it's a real Easter egg treat and they make it really special for you. And they've got a great place to eat there and have breakfast. Yeah, well, I had a hot, a homemade hot crust bun, which I've never had before. Homemade? Well, because just I, came out I don't know how to make them at home. And, uh, but these people do and death by hot crust bun. It's a great way to spend Easter. Carbs. Sure. Carb, carbohydrates <laughs> and hot, hot raisins and all that beautiful stuff. Okay. So now I've got a, a voucher here valued at uh, close to 700 rand for whatever treatment you want. And uh, I'm going to give this to you. Yay. Okay. But, but there's a catch. But there's a catch. <laughs> there's always a catch. And this is what we do between, before half past nine in the morning. We get somebody to sing a song. <laughs> now we've got us, we've got, we've, we've found something. It's called Somewhere That's Green. Um, from Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. All right. Okay. And, uh, Candace, um, you're going to take this away. Uh, if I remember the lyrics. <laughs> okay. So I'll be your guide. Okay, okay. We'll be your guide. Candace, just throw cues. Welcome to the, like, oh. <laughs> to the unview. And this is what, this is the, the song we do in the morning. I know Seymour's the greatest, but I'm dating a semi. Hatest. So I got a black eye and my arms in a cast. I'm falling down. <laughs> it's 
still at sea, my a cutie. Well, if not, he's gone in a beauty, and I dream of a place where we could be together at last. Dialogue, dialogue. You can see your dialogue. <laughs> oh, it's not mine. That's why I can't do it. Yeah. A matchbox of our own, a fence of real chain link, a grill out on the patio, disposal in the sink, a washer and a dryer and an iron. In a tract house that we share Somewhere that's green Wow Wow It's too early in the morning That was great How amazing was that? I love how Kind of domesticated her dreams are In that song Beautiful Candice Curtis Yes Skin sense Excellent And I enjoy will be it. enjoying that, yes. Well, I tell you, we uh, have got some incredible things happening at the theatre across the country. Uh, as you know, Chicago just finishes their last week. Yes. Oh, um, I'm so sad. I'm going to miss that. Yeah. yeah. So Chicago uh, that goes off shortly. There's wonderful things happening. Nathan Rowe takes to the stage. Uh, he goes, goes into rehearsal mm-hmm. for Kinky Boots. With our lovely Earl Gregory. As yes. Well. Shame. He's going... So. Straight into the next big thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually funny. Feels. I was thinking while while um, while we were talking to the men in tutus about them doing point on the shoes. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a moment yeah. in Kinky Boots where they discuss how drag queens need a a more solid heel mm-hmm. because of the size of a man, you know, and uh, especially for dancing. I don't know how people dance in, in Kinky Boots, but I'm I'm gonna learn. Heels, you learn. Mm-hmm. I will find a way. <laughs> Brendan Van Rain at Gate Sixty Nine. He can give you lessons. Yeah. Lots Definitely. of lessons. Actually, no, I'll, I'll send you to to Brendan. He's oh. built out of adamantium. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's. Do you know what adamantium is? No, I don't know what that is. Help Come, Wolverine skeleton is coated in it. I okay. feel like we need to sit Alan down and just go like, right, okay, yeah. these are all the movies yeah, here you are the need Marvel to watch. movies, here are the DC I, I, movies. I, I, I'm watching a lot of things on serial killers and other things. Oh, okay, like, that's disturbing. He likes the villains. <laughs> oh, you'll love Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but lots of things happening in the theater. Again, Punting Gate 69, their new show starts shortly. Uh, that's happening in the Cape. Uh, things happening at the Baxter, the Artscape. Things happening in Durban. Uh, they've got uh, Swan Lake. Uh, no, sorry, Sleeping Beauty happening at the Joburg Theatre. That beautiful ballet. Um, and of course, lots of things happening. They've got the puppet, Mister, Mister Puppet upstairs. Mister Puppet. Uh, Conrad um, <laughs> Koch. Koch. He's he's gonna, he's doing some uh, the Puppet Man. Uh, great show there. And uh, of course, we're going to talk uh, about they've got men in tutus as they sit with us in studio. Our very special guest. In studio, Candice van Lichtenberg. Is that right? How we said? Close Let's enough. <laughs> I'm not fussy about how it gets okay. said. And we've got the, the 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 cast and artistic director from Men in Tutus. Um, went along last week uh, to watch the opening of the Brutal Truth. This brutal basic, legacy. Yeah. The, 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 well, it's a it's a brutal it's a brutal truth based on on um, Tracy Going's life. Uh, the show is called uh, Brutal Legacy. And um, it was one of those shows, Nathan, that 
productions where have you ever seen an audience in tears? They were in tears mm. and silent and, and angry and angry and an audience that was there was just you could a pin could drop throughout that particular mm. production. It's based on the life of uh, Tracy Going, one of South Africa's top top um, very top uh, news anchors. Television presenters, radio presenters, well-known personalities who went through a very abusive uh, relationship that became very public, that then was all over the newspapers, all over the magazine covers, uh, and where sh- the the court case or the 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 underlining outcome of the court case was that it actually it was a misdemeanor on his part, even though she was beaten and threatened, and and it, it, it's just one of those mm. those those stories that are just really really sad. And uh, and what happens with domestic violence and abuse uh, across the board? It happens with you know in, it, it happens to men, it happens to women, actually it happens to children. It happens. It's a, a real situation. And when you hear that uh, Lissetti job. Uh, heard it on 702, the interview with Tracy Going, and then she phoned uh, Natasha Sutherland, who's one of South Africa's best actresses. Um, and then she, Natasha wrote the screenplay, and then they took to the stage last week. I mean, what did you think? Oh, blown away. I was, uh, you know, it's one of those plays that make you think, and I think that's obviously, you know, the point of a lot of straight plays, especially in, in South Africa. You know, they, they really want the audience to, you know, examine themselves, you know, like a mirror. Lissetti Job said after the play that, um, you know, what, what they like to do is just hold up a mirror so that people can look into it and see if they like what they see, you know. Mm. And um, I think that's so important. And I think it's such an important play for this country in particular, um, just because we need to drive that message home that, that mm. this kind of thing is not on. But it, it was beautiful to see how things have changed since the Tracy Going incident. You know how how the culture has already changed mm-hmm. slightly, but we still got a long way to go. I think it exists. A violent society is in general a violent society, and it happens all over the world. And it's not a South African story uh, in particular. But uh, on the line we have the one and only Natasha Sutherland. Natasha, um, <laughs> your your portrayal was exceptional. Um, Thank it was, you. It must have been very difficult having Tracy sitting in the audience with a whole bunch of press and uh, theatre goers that uh, that obviously are regulars that attend that particular theatre Daphne's place which is uh, Orton General Theatre in the Square um, <laughs> and, and it must have been was it weary knowing that she's sitting right there watching you watching her own life yeah yeah it was um, it was uh, I can't say a huge amount of pressure because it was also a huge honour um, you know luckily she she had uh, come in and, and seen um the rehearsal beforehand, which I thought was, you know, Lissetti thought was wise that she watched it before sitting there with everybody. So she was sort of aware what's, what was coming, even though, of course, obviously, like she said at the Q&A, it still triggered her. Um, so it, it was tricky for me as a performer and also someone who had, um, you know, adapted her book and written it into the play. I was sort of juggling both balls that night, hoping that, you know, both... Um, um, elements that I'd uh, contributed towards the piece um, would be things that would honor her. And I know apparently even after the show, my, my, my kids, my teenage boys sort of bounded up to her and, and greeted her and, and they said, oh, um, one of the biggest things my mom was worried about was that, you know, her, that her play, she wanted her play to honor your book. 
and she said um, she was very happy with it. So that was a huge, huge relief. But I think at the end of the day, that opening night, it's such a powerful story, and and believing in the spirit of the story, you know, you went as a performer. You just we just sort of went and had to trust that mm. it, whatever journey the individual audience would have, they would have because it's it triggers a lot of people on many different levels. We've had such enormous feedback every night, so pretty special well it was really really special and i love the fact that it had so many things to offer um i um natasha wanted to also ask you the following in in, this did mirror some things that happened to you you within your life um and and let me just i'm not going to go into the details specifically but but being vulnerable being exposed in the media being all over magazines your personal life being told uh did 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 that did that come through within the character? Did you did you use some of your own points of reference? Um, you know, I'd love to to be all sure about and say yes, but but no. Um, I think that um, you know, when I wrote it and when I approached the rehearsal process, there was always that element of of respect and empathy. Of course, mine was was nothing compared to what um, Tracy went through. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to say that I, I would like to believe that the lens. Uh, through which I tried to adapt her play and portray her in the play was definitely affected by my own um, my, my own sense of self and what I went through and being very careful in trying to use the words she used in the book to represent it absolutely fairly and squarely according to how she wanted the world to see her. Now, she's incredibly... Um, brave because there's a mixture of being a victim but also taking accountability and also dealing with things like shame which so many people in toxic or abusive relationships Mm. that's the thing that 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 makes them keep quiet you know and that's why i think a piece is very brave because the more we speak about it the more we shine a spotlight onto onto the darkness and i think that's that's the key aspect it's just that uh that i i I realize that you know it's it's easy well, not it's never easy, but it's it's easier, you know, when it's 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 you're not a member of the in the public eye. That's that's yes. I think that's because it's it's almost though you're double abused, and the story. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's what 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 you know. I remember when when we read th- through those articles all those years ago. You, yeah, you know, and you heard perhaps their side of the story or whatever they were trying to get at uh, in different magazines and tabloids and, and uh, newspaper tabloids for that matter because some of the newspapers mm. do act as tabloids. Um, yeah. No, I know with my own mm. experience it was very much um, being completely exposed mm. um, and also the shame and um, having to deal with the shame but a very big a part of it for me was the only way to heal was to sort of, you know, look at my accountability um, but, but I mean, that was a different, a different case to hers. And I think what makes her play and her story, um, so much more potent is that, um, unfortunately in society, we're so desensitized to stories of, of, of abuse yeah. that we sort of just go, Oh, there's another one. And a lot of people said to me, well, what makes this one different? And I said, well, it's called brutal legacy for a reason because, um, you know, she, it, it's not just about the abuse she experienced, um, with her ex-boyfriend. It's about growing up in a household in Brits with alcoholic mm. abuse of father. And it's how that legacy perpetuates itself, even though, you know, people are strong and intelligent and make conscious, mm. conscious decisions. If we grow up in a cycle of abuse, it skews our perception. It just it skews our discernment. And I think that's that's one of the powers of the play and her writing and the whole story. That that um, 
you know, we need to look at ending that cycle of abuse. Mm. Uh, we need to look at changing our legacies for our children, which is essentially what she wanted to do, what she wants to try and do, what we all want to do. And, uh, the other characters on stage, the other actors on stage, also superb. I mean... Yes. Yeah, awesome. We're, we're such a good team, I think. And it's a great team because it's three people. Um, Charles, who plays uh, the villain and the prosecutor, you hate him at the end, eh? I must tell you. <laughs> Yo, which one do you dislike the most? And um, I yeah. think he plays it so, so beautifully because, you know, we have to Shame. give, well, Tracy Gravitas by, by making the man that she falls in love with believable because because there was a connection and she did mm. love him and there was this charm. Mm. You know, yeah, there were these red flags, but but um, and I think Charlie did that. Um, it was a, a difficult. It was difficult for him, you know, obviously to try and get that mix, um, but he did. And obviously, I think he had great fun with the DA. It's, it was quite yeah, very, very, very interesting to see that. I love what they did, uh, uh, Natasha. Sorry, hi, it's Nathan here. Um, I love what you hi, did. Nathan. They had the conversation between Jessica and yourself as the yes. Tracy going from what year was it? Ninety six or ninety seven? Yeah, ninety seven. T one and T two. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So you had Tracy from the past and Tracy writing the book, and they had conversations yeah. with each other. I thought it, that was so beautiful and clever. I, I, so I, I, it was really clever. That was the. That was. You know when I yeah. when I when I wrote it, I thought clever. I thought this is a little mad, but you know what? Uh, Lucidi is such a powerful director. She has so much vision, and I remember giving her the first draft, and she phoned me and she said, "Listen, okay, um, I need to get into your director's head." Tell me about these two Tracys. <laughs> and um, for me, it's such a natural progression. And I think that it's, it's not a concept that's far removed from anybody. We constantly are having discussions with our younger selves about places where we feel we should have turned right when we went left. I, I can't think of anybody who can who cannot say that they haven't thought about that. And it was also a, a, a technical bridge of trying to, to build those worlds together. So it was the Tracy from the 1990s who was experiencing the abuse from it from her ex, mm-hmm. talking to the older Tracy as she writes the book and then reflects back on her childhood hidden Brits and and all, you know, all the events and choices that brought her to that point. So I'm glad you love that um, that medium. Yeah, We're getting a yeah. huge amount of feedback from people. I think it's resonating a lot with the conversations they have with themselves. Maybe not everybody feels quite so mad now. <laughs> the Brutal Legacy is happening at the Autumn General Theatre uh, on the Square and of course uh, it's uh, it's something that I just, I think every child, I think there's a lot of healing for, for a lot of people that, that happens there and then a lot of, um, I think a lot of for people that are in that situation, I, I would have hated to be a man sitting with my wife knowing that I've done that. Sure, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Already, that's, um, that's, that, that would have been. Would you sit through it? Would you walk out? Would you, would it shift something? You know, Natasha, but I, I think there's, a, there's a, something else that, that we should add to this is that the people can change and yeah. people can grow up and people, you know, they, if you can deal with your issues, I think that's another thing that needs to be said. Mm. And slowly, slowly, slowly things are shifting. I mean, even just in the space of a book, when she was little and she used to find the police station in Brits and they would say, we don't deal with domestic violence issues. That's changed. Of course, the court attack that she went through where mm. she was actually made to feel like the perpetrator with mm. the, with that terrible verdict at the end. Um, I, I do, I, I hope I'm not misquoting in the book in 1998, her name was used in the, in the correction of the domestic violence bill. Mm. Um, obviously still there's loads of work to be done. Um, loads of work. Mm. 
um, to, to, to shift what's happening. But let's just hope this is one story out of many that can that that can do that job. Natasha, you you're off. Uh, you you're in a movie at the moment. I'm what? Are you in a movie at the moment? No, no, no. I'm not in a movie. I'm filming. Um, I film ETV Scandal. Oh, you're filming so Scandal. I thought, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe no. you were, okay. So, all right. So you're off to do Scandal. And, uh, what else, uh, the next, in the, in the near future, can we see, see you in? Well, I am, uh, busy doing writing projects. Um, I just love writing, in case you had noticed, with play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm writing plays. Um, I would love to turn Brutal Legacy into um, a screenplay as well. I'm busy taking a show I did last year called Revlon Girl, which is also at Theatron Square, directed mm-hmm. by Stephen Feinstein. I'm busy taking that to the Hilton Festival. Not that I personally am taking that. I'm going to be in it. Um, and I'm also, you know, juggling home, single mom, two teenage boys. You know, you get the picture. Yeah, I, I need my bioplast. Okay. <laughs> Got it. But I, I think you did a brilliant job and it was a brilliant job you writing it, writing the adaption and of course being on that stage. You were superb. Uh, and of Thank course, you. catch Natasha in scandal on ETV and of course one of the, one of the best soaps in the country, most popular soaps. <laughs> and there's Natasha. I, I, I remember seeing Natasha Negoli like a billion years ago and Kiddio, Kiddio. Oh, so, yeah, Kiddio. You know, I always say, I could win a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but I could win a Nobel Peace Prize, but I will still be remembered as the chick who used to stick to a donkey for a living. You know? And, I, and then that's cool. That, that's cool. I'm, I'm alright. My partner Jacques turned around and said, it's Natasha from Kiddio. And I was like, oh, I forgot she was on Kiddio. <laughs> It was iconic, hey? Yeah, it, it really was. was really, it really, iconic. really was. So I just wanted to throw that into the mix. Natasha, go well and, uh, and be Thank good. Thank you Do not so miss much. The Brutal Truth. Thank, Thank you, you. Legacy. Yeah. yeah. The, the Brutal Legacy. And it's a Brutal, brutal Truth. Legacy. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Alan. It's okay. wonderful. Bye. Um, yeah, something not to be missed. Amazing, amazing. Now, before we shift and discuss other things, we've got some very special guests in studio, and I want to come back to them. Men in tutus. So, Victor... It's five, you, you, there are five different ballets. Yes. They're doing five different pieces too. Different pieces. Um, what makes each piece different? Uh, is everybody in tutu, white, the white tutus the whole time? Actually, they're not. Um, okay. they're different styles. Uh, the first piece is called Patacatra, mm-hmm. and it's based on this, uh, gala that was put together by this m- man that thought it would be a great idea to bring the four greatest ballerinas of the time together mm-hmm. to perform on stage together. But unfortunately, the four women didn't like each other very much. So he had all these problems trying to figure out how to coordinate uh, the dances and who would go first and who would go last. and all. So there was a lot of fighting. So he finally said, we're going to go in order of your age, uh, which was you know a lot easier to figure out than everybody wanted to go first instead of last. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that's in a romantic tutu, which com- kind of comes to uh, the mid-calf. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing... <laughs> the romantic tutu. Uh, the no. next thing is a classical tutu. Uh, uh, it's Les Corsaires Pas de Deux. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's exactly what you think. One of those little plates. Um, and it's a pirate and a princess. And really, it's just a showpiece with lots of, you know, great dancing and, of course, comedy. And then we move on to this piece called Go for Barocco, which is a, a parody of George Balanchine's work. Um, he's a very famous uh, choreographer from the 20th century, and he kind of changed the face of dance uh, by stripping down the costumes and just putting people kind of in, 
in practice clothes, you know, in these like little black leotards and skirts. So you could see these beautiful, you know, the beautiful legs and bodies of the ballerinas as they moved. And of course, we're going to have some quite lovely bodies for you to look at during our performance of that. And then we finish with uh, The Dying Swan, which is another, you know, classical tutu and Mm. many feathers and a lot of Dying and uh, molting, dying, dying and molting, and, and a lot of you so know coughing and basically all that it's, stuff. It's it's into the woods. That's <laughs> yeah. the, it's coming towards that second, that the end of the also show. known as Duck Laurent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people may not realize, but the Dying Swan is not part of the Swan Lake. It's a mm. uh, Sanson, and mm. then we go on to uh, the second act of Swan Lake. Uh, which has the famous Four Little Swans dance mm-hmm. in it. And that's a story ballet. And so you have the story of a prince and a princess, and she's kind of been, uh, she's under a spell. She can't, mm. she can't break that spell until she finds a handsome prince who's going to promise to be faithful and love her and be true, you know, true to her. And of course, you know, back then, I guess it was a little easier to do, but, um, you know, it's a big, big problem. She's stuck. From what I understand, the show, you break down ballet for the non-ballet viewers. Is that true? Do you, do you kind of make it simpler, easier to, to digest? I think that, you know, um, it is easier to understand. We make it, you know, the, the story is clearer. Uh, I think, you know, be, because it's so, the comedy really makes it obvious how the story is progressing mm-hmm. and the interactions between the people on stage. So, you know, it, that's why, I mean, it's kind of a, the comedy is the hook to, to show people that the dance is really not that complicated. I th- everybody thinks, oh my, I'm not going to understand it. It's, mm. it's just, you know, only for people that are really educated. It's really not. You can, you can come and have a good time with us. That's, that's the, the key. And of course, uh, Joseph Phillips, uh, one of the performers, you, you love being in South Africa? Yeah, it's my first time. First time, eh? First time. And you live in the Philippines, but you're from the in, U.S.? Yes. And uh, yeah, it's an extraordinary going around the world doing this. Yeah, as a dancer, I mean, we travel all over because ballet is international. Mm. We don't speak a certain language, so uh, ballet is like Latin. So you can you can do it anywhere. That's it's magic. Thank you for joining us in studio, and uh, and Victor, we'll chat to you in a second. Um, before we get on to DJ Silver Sky, there's a couple of interesting things. We're talking about the plush party. It's very very big happening uh, at the end of this month, and of course, making a big difference with body tech. Uh, for Mozambique, we'll chat about that in a moment. Uh, but but I, I want to just go back to so your song's rocking. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, can, yeah. Uh, uh, can you sing some of it for us? Can I sing some of it? Yeah. You, you mean like can I play perform, play the song for no, you? Can you perform it for us? Um, just a cappella. Yeah. A chapelio. Yeah, please. Okay, um, so please play a bit of the song, and then I'm going to hear some a cappella of it. Oh my goodness. Okay. The song goes. Okay, let's see how the song in goes. It's professional form. Yes. Like this. Okay. So why is it called Doom Cookie? Uh, well, I um, I went to a garage station. Mm-hmm. I have a, a thing, a penchant, a penchant for cookies. Okay. And uh, they made these amazing macadamia nut white chocolate chip cookies. Cookies. There. And one day I went there and I was like, oh, they taste a little, it's a funny flavor here. Like what is it? And I look over at the the cookie stand, and there's some flies in the in the cookie thing, and the lady's just spraying doom all over. <laughs> doom them. on the cookie. 
cookie. And I was like, that, that's the flavor no! I was tasting. Oh my goodness, that's why you named it Doom Cookie. Yeah, but but in you know but in we, South Africa it's, it's seen as like a blessing because you know in some churches <laughs> they they bless their whole congregation with Doom. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, so so okay, the, the song's about it's about love relationships. I noticed that you know, when, when you were when you, you, you said when you wrote the song. I was, well, yeah, yeah. At that time, yes. When we, okay. yeah, I've we been, moved on been from there. A few, a few sad mm. moments. But you've moved on from there. I've moved on. Of you course. have. I know. I, yeah. I know. We've met her. She's lovely, lovely. <laughs> you've, you've met, you've met them. The new one. The oh, new one, yes. sure. Wow. So, so this wasn't about the. Yeah. Okay, but okay. It's, it's doom cooking, my lord. Okay, we're going to get you to wrap it out uh, in a moment's time. Now, joining us uh, in studio, DJ Silver Sky, Shark Jordan. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's nice being here. It's good. Uh, Plush Party happens the 26th of April. Um, brand new concept. Basically, uh, the nightclub Taboo has opened a party uh, here in uh, in Johannesburg uh, for the gay and lesbian market, but of course for everybody, it's across the board. But going back to the old, traditional, proper, uh, first-class club experience. Yeah. I think it's more about commercial. I think it's creating a happy vibe in a club. Like the old radio remixes. I mean, people love to have that happy feeling. You know, they can go and like, oh, it's my song and it's a remix. And they can go and have a good time with their friends. And mm-hmm. It's a very good concept, I think. And it, it's not underground. The, the whole thing is this no. is a, it's, it's a, it's a party. It's called the plush party. It's, it's really very, it's, a, and I think it's important to say that because sometimes the, the, the club scene can become quite seedy. Uh, and it really can. But this is, this is upper class. Come and enjoy yourself. You can bring your mom. I mean, that's a cool thing. Why not? <laughs> you can. Yeah, seriously, you can that's how we do it. I mean, no, I'm inviting my mother. <laughs> and I'm guessing the odd hetero can show up. <laughs> no, we want we want the hetero. They want everyone. Guys, listen, just because it's a gay party doesn't mean that, you, that it's only for gay people. Well, I don't know. If I, I was throwing a straight party, that would send a different message. Okay, we'll deal with it. It's yeah, called I'm plush. Just <laughs> Get your ass there. How's that? Um, but I was just saying, it's, it's something different for the scene, and I think it's great. Uh, the lineup, uh, some of the, the very special acts. Yeah, the, well, the main act is Coward, and we know that he's a spectacular DJ. I mean, he's played at all the clubs, Shimmy Beach in Cape Town, I mean, most of the festivals. And then obviously myself, DJ Silver Sky, and I'm more of the commercial DJ. So like I said, I like the old remix of pop songs. Um, but I think it's going to be with me and Carl together. We're going to do a bit of one-on-one, mm. and it's going to be a touch of everything, you know, to meet everyone's needs. We'll also um, it'll be hosted by uh, Chris Emanuel, Mr. Gay South Africa 2019. That's the day before Mr. Gay World opens in Cape Town. Uh, also, I think Jordan Bruno from uh, he won from Australia, who won Mr. Gay World last year, will be there. And of course, we've got Eden Michelle, whose hits gone all over the world. She just finished a European tour. She'll be there with uh, Josh Middleton, who had. Nine number one weeks on five of them last year. So all in all, I think it's going to be a really, really cool party. It's happening at the Taboo venue, um, 26th of April. It's at 24 Central. And uh, get your ass there. Get your ass there. It's going to be lots of fun. Free entry, by the way. And uh, and yeah, this Nathan, you're welcome. Everyone's welcome. Thank you. That's all I wanted was an invite. Everyone's welcome. Okay, that's the whole point of it. Um, and then, of course, uh, DJ Silver Sky, I want to touch on something else. Um, the body tech, uh, we had, uh, Kriya G on the show last week. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, 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 we're getting our asses kicked yes. in body tech. 
Yeah. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, body tech, by the way, is where they put the machines on your body and they do, they do these electrical movements. They're really good. I promise you, I've got things on my arms. I'm, I'm yeah. building beautifully. <laughs> if you exercise, <laughs> isn't enough torture. Uh, no, it's basically, it's maximum. <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, electrocuting you while you work out. Yeah, it, it's th- it's really twenty minutes of your time, and I tell you, it's a whole week of of your of your mass. It's really good. <laughs> Basically, I'm just saying, people that are slightly lazier or busy, please rather do this. I recommend it highly. Um, I love the way you look at the ballad, ballerinas, ballad no, dance, dancers <laughs> that, that the spend end. their whole lives training as I, if like I'm gonna you take, know you lazy people. I'm just going to put a machine on. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take Joseph Phillips and I'm making. I'm going to jump. In Joseph's arms and see if he can catch me. Let's just see how that goes. <laughs> um, but, but this is really cool because they're doing uh, uh, something for Mozambique. And this is really important. Tell us about it. Yes. So Angelique Stein is the owner and partner of Erasmus Kluf Body Tech. In Pretoria. Yeah, in Pretoria. So she not – I mean, she helps people with fitness. I mean, she helped me in my life. I was – I've picked up 10 kilograms in about five months with Body Tech only. So it was an amazing experience. And she does charity work, like the Central Support for Mozambique. As we know, the cyclone hit Mozambique on the 15th of March 2019. There was uh, Mr. Pretoria, Jeremy Gajano, and his dad on the farm in Mozambique. They housed 1,500 people. Sure. And After and, the cyclone. Yes. And Body Tech Erasmus Cliff kind of raised funds out in awareness that people send food, medicine, toiletries. And it's actually so bad. I saw a photo that one family gets a cup of beans. They are rationed to that. So that's the, that's the situation we have. And we have a problem with the trucks going over the border because there has to be clearance. We, otherwise, they have to pay duties and all of that stuff. So anyone who wants to contribute, they can go to Making a Difference NPO. Um, it is on Facebook, also on Body Text Facebook, Angelique Stain. And I really would say that you should actually, you know, help. we can do help. We can do no. something about We've the problem. P- the cholera is spreading uh, yes. quicker than wildfire. Uh, Mozambique's in big trouble. Uh, so is Zimbabwe, for that matter. And uh, and putting a couple of cans together and some rice and and or stationery for kids or books for people to read. Um, they've lost everything. Mm. People have lost everything. And What's it's the a, name of that NPO? It's making a difference South Africa NPO. So yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's make a difference. Uh, DJ Silver Sky, Jacques Jordan, thank you for joining us. And of course, go to, uh, you can go to check, check your Instagram out. Or yes, Jacques Jordan 88. Yeah. I will post the photo of the, um, body tech. There's a competition going on for the 80%. If you, if you attend 80% of your sessions, you can win 10,000 Rand. And only at Erasmus Cliff. If you want to join, you use the hashtag Cliff Central. You get a free trial worth 95 Rand and then a wave of the joining fee. So all of that will be on my Instagram. That's really cool. Jacques. Jacques Jordan Jordan, 88. Double A. Jordan. Double A with 88 on Instagram. It's been really good having you all in studio. I've got to tell you, Nathan, I, I love the show. It's great. Uh, don't forget uh, to watch Men in Tutus. It opens at the Teatro. It also opens in Cape Town, so it's happening yes. in, in both cities. Yes. Uh, you can go uh, to CompuTicket to book those tickets. Uh, Victor Trevino, uh, Joseph Phillips, and Sean Pecoraro, thank you for joining us in studio. Uh, Candice, 
Van Lichtenberg, thank you, my love. Thank you, thank you beautifully, <laughs> for singing for us and uh, enjoy your enjoy your oh, lovely experience. And don't miss Into the Woods, also happening at Monte Cassino. Uh, the Brutal Legacy is happening at Autumn General Theatre, the Square, and uh, don't miss the Plush Party happening uh, at um, at Taboo, and that's happening uh, on the twenty sixth. This has been the Unviews. It's been quite fun, eh, Nate? It's been absolutely wonderful spending this morning with you. I love spending the mornings with you. Thank really you for good. including me. I love you dearly. I, I love you dearly. Uh, this is the Unview. The thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Good morning. This is CliffCentral.com.